How's it going? My name is Connor Gilson, and this is my podcast. And it's weird, very weird for me to do a podcast actually during the day. It's 2.51 p.m., which is uh, a stark contrast to 12 hours later when I usually do these things. Um, but I was looking through posts, and I was going through LinkedIn and things like that, um, Instagram, Facebook. And I, I keep seeing this, uh, frankly, bullcrap. Um being posted, being um, toted around and taught to people, and it literally drives me nuts. And it's the whole, as you saw from the uh, the title of this podcast, it's called The Retirement at Young Age, whether it's 25, 30, whatever. Um, and I'll break it down into two parts. And this 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 podcast is very, very important for people to listen to because if you're focusing on retiring at a very young age, you're one, setting your hopes very, very high. Um, do people reach it? Yes. Um, but majority of people that go for it don't. And and then I'm going to explain why the people that do reach it are actually not very successful. So, podcast is important like I just I just got up I'm supposed to go eat um, I was up till seven o'clock last night uh, in the morning so um, doing like working and things like that and uh, whew, man I am hungry as heck and I should be going to eat but I want to do this right now while I was feeling this passion and excitement here um, also I just did my hair and I have my headphones on because that's what I use for my recording and I'm going to have a big mark in my hair so this is important stuff so listen and pay attention to it so one of the things and this goes with a lot of network marketing groups um, the things that people call pyramid schemes or whatever but uh, Let's not focus on that because pretty much any business is a pyramid, but let's not focus on that. Let's focus on one of the things that I do hate about every single stinking network marketing company, and that is the whole line of, uh, you can retire at age 25, you can retire at age 30, like, look at this person did it. Okay, that is when I literally absolutely hate a network marketing company especially because what you're teaching is people out fresh out of college or if they didn't go to college at a very young age whether they're 18 or whatever and you're teaching them that if you go like crazy crazy nuts and you set this goal to retire at this age some people here can do this some people can do it and um, they'll show like whenever somebody does achieve it, oh, they're retiring like at this age. Um, it sets a parameter that's so incredibly high for anybody that's doing it. Anybody that's doing it is going to, you're setting an expectation. Like Gary Vaynerchuk talks about this. You're setting an expectation that's way too freaking high. It's unreasonable. It's not, it's not, it's not sensible. And I'm all for unreasonable goals. Heck, I set most of my goals as very, very hard to reach. But setting a goal that you can retire at that age is insane. 
And a lot of people will go into network marketing or even if it's not network marketing, if it's their own business or whatever, and they'll try to hit that goal. And a lot of them will fail miserably and then the backfire of that happening will destroy them, will destroy their entrepreneurial spirit. Because what you're telling yourself is that at, a, at an age, and this is just the first part, the second part is, is even more interesting, so stick into it. Um, what you're telling yourself and everybody around you is that you're going to work as hard as possible so that you can retire at a young age and then that's it like that's what you're that's what you're going to do and if you don't do that which is a very very high goal then you're pretty much a failure and that's why a lot of people fail out in network marketing because they set that stupid goal of doing that and it's a dumb goal it does not make any sense even if even if 90% of people in network marketing could achieve that goal it's still freaking dumb and we'll get into that in a second but what you're doing is you're going off a someone that had a I'm not going to say I'm not going to say easy um it's not it's not like that but they had a things fell into place pretty damn well um they a lot of them the ones that I've watched have worked very very hard but what you're also doing is building something that you kind of rely on other people to propel forward and once you retire, like, yeah, okay, maybe some of them manage their team or whatever, um, but a lot of them kind of just pull off and don't really touch anything. You're, you're teaching your downline, or you're, if you're doing this for your company, you're teaching your company that that's not important to you. That's not really your passion. Your passion was retiring early. Um, it's not your passion, and your you care more about money. Now the interesting thing about that, which means that your entire time that you were doing this, trying to get your goal, you were doing something that you weren't passionate about, which is freaking stupid, which is I don't care how much money you make. I don't care what you drive. I don't care what type of house you have. I don't care how many vacations you go off. You are miserable. I would say that I am happier than most people that retire at a young age because I enjoy what I do. I enjoy, I love it. You could, you could not do anything to take away what I like. There is not, you could not throw an age on an age or a time where I want to stop doing this. There's no age. Like when I die, that's what I care about. That's what, that's when I'll stop. That's when I'll stop helping people because it isn't about the money for me. It's not about the money. It's about helping people. It's about inspiring people to move forward. And okay, maybe you inspire a few people when you, you know, when you're you're 30 or 32 or 25 or whatever, and the people that are like joining up and starting to do it, you know, oh, okay, oh wow, look, this person did it. I'm going to work hard and things like that. Remember what I've talked about with motivation? Remember what I talked about it? How it's fleeting? So why would I ever, why would I ever want to be the person that accomplishes something grand? And I'll say that. It's, it's amazing that you can retire at that age. Why would I do that and then have that motivation disappear in a couple of weeks? Because that's when it will. Yeah, sure. They'll mention you at conventions and um, groups and things like that. Um, there was a young kid that was in um, internet marketing that did something like pretty, pretty crazy um, right alongside when I was like very, very well known um, and my business was doing really, really good. And 
he, you know, I still think of him every once in a while, but it's not like he's motivation for me. He's not. You know who's people motivation for pe- people like me? Alan Weiss, who's in his, like, I think his 60s or 70s, and he's still consulting. Gary Vaynerchuk, who is, what, in his early, or early 50s, late 40s? I think early 50s, um, who's still going. That's what motivates me. Not somebody that took a, you know, a shot at it and, and got to a point where they could retire and then, you know, pulled the plug. Because that's it. That's it. You're not, you're, you don't love what you do if the only reason you're doing it is to retire at a certain age. And that's one of the things I hate, hate, hate about any industry, but especially network marketing, especially them, because they pitch that, like work hard, 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 and then make enough money so you can retire. And most people aren't going to be able to do that. So who the hell are you helping? Who are the hell, who in the world are you helping? And I try to keep this this podcast clean and not swear, but like, what the heck? Like, who are you helping by doing that? Even if one of your one of the people you you know embr- or talk to or whatever ends up accomplishing that goal, that's one person. And congrats, you just taught somebody to instead of work and love your passion, do what you love for the like most of your life. Do something until you get enough money to retire. And that whole entire time you're doing it, you're missing everything. You're missing everything. You're missing it. You're missing the joy of helping people. You're missing the excitement of hitting new boundaries. I would literally rather die than retire at age 26 or 30 or 35. My mind doesn't work that way. And that's just a funny thing about like network marketing. I think network marketing attracts a lot of people that are 9 to 5 jobs that want to quit they want to quit their job. Um and this happens in all a lot of self or self-employment or entrepreneurs. Um but especially in network marketing like this is just full. It's like swarms and hordes of people in network marketing that do this. They uh, Oh, you quit your job. You don't have to deal with a boss. You you can work your own hours. You can make a lot of money. You can retire at a young age. And it's not like this stuff. This I wish this was on video. I should have videotaped this. I all this stuff, all this stuff around you, the the excitement, the fun, the the thrill, the challenge. It's all gone. Like you're going to what? You're going to retire at 25 or 30? Congrats. What are you going to do with your last rest of your life now? And it's interesting because I know a lot of people are thinking, "Well, they, they still do investments or what?" No, they don't. I've watched too many of them. In fact, I've watched a lot of them retire at a young age and then literally over the years go back down to even lower point in their lives where they're making hardly anything but we don't we don't glamorize that we don't focus on that we don't say oh this person retired at 30 but then had to start working from 60 or from uh what was the was the average age of somebody that retires in network marketing has to go back to oh man why can't i remember the exact age I think it's in the late 40s. But then they have to work to the rest of their life and they're doing something that they don't like because they didn't set up a plan to do something. So they have to start at the bottom. But the problem is by the time they die, they haven't gotten up to the point where they were before, which constantly cycles over and over and over and over again as far as how they feel about themselves because, hey, when I was 30, I was retired. Now I'm working my ass off at this you know, McDonald's or um, this 
Walmart or something like that. Like I'm working four jobs. I'm old now, and I uh, have to, you know, I have to buy expensive food because my body doesn't metabolize fast food the right way anymore, and I have to eat healthy. I'm spending more money than I'm making, and boom. But they don't talk about that. They leave that out. They don't focus on it. No, we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about how a lot of them, a lot, have have that happen. We don't want to talk about it. No, don't. Shh, quiet. Shh, shh, shh. No, they, they don't. They don't need to know. No, it's fine. Just. Oh yeah, look, another thirty-year-old. Oh yeah, woo. Okay. And then what? After what? A couple like years, they hate themselves. Okay. Awesome. That sounds fun. And that's part two. I kind of blended into it in that sprint of a rant that I just had. But point number two, if you're retiring at a young age and you're not moving yourself forward, then you lost. Simple as that. You lost. And you are a horrible person if you teach young people consistently that, hey, you can retire at this age, which most of them will fail at doing, which will make them feel like shit. And then the ones that do get there, you're teaching them that, hey, you know what, you're an entrepreneur, but guess what, you're focusing on the wrong thing. But that's okay, look at me, I'm retired. That is insane to me. And a lot of people think, oh, like you're just hating because you're not retired or whatever. I could easily retire in the next, what am I, 26 right now? Probably six or seven years if I did everything for an end goal for that, but that's not my end goal. Because it's insane. Even like if my when even if I had the opportunity right now in front of me, I would not take it. I wouldn't. You could offer me millions of dollars and say, Oh, you just don't work anymore. Your retirement. Enjoy that. Why do you think old people hate retirement? Like there's some people that and like, yeah, I get it. I, who I like the most that does stuff like this is Tacky Moore. Tacky Moore, if you don't know him, look him up on YouTube. He goes on, he works, and I think he takes three months off for vacations. That's cool. That's the stuff I want to do. Three months, that's the point that I want to get. I want to get to a point where I'm making so much that I work um, nine months, and three of them I take off. And I go where the heck I want, and I spend this, you know, the amount of money that I need. Not going crazy nuts, because I, I value money, and I value investing, and things like that. And the whole asset um, liability thing that um, Robert Kawasaki teaches. Like, like I, I understand all that, so it's not like crazy amounts of money. But he, he spends a lot. I mean, he has a big family, and he takes them all on these vacations, and it's crazy. And he'll do like he'll do like one or two videos while he's walking on the beach, like teaching his clients and things like that. That's cool. That's cool to me. That's inspiring people. That's inspiring people. Like, hey, you know, I work nine months really, really hard, and then I get to take three months off. And hey, look. And he's not braggy about it. He's not like, oh yeah, I'm in the Caribbeans again. Like, you know, he's not like that. He's like, you know, just want to make a video, kind of like answer some questions, like kind of like a video, like podcast. Um, that he does like maybe once a week or whatever. And it's cool. It's cool to see the area and the way his demeanor is. He isn't bragging or boasting like, oh, you know, this, this is what I can do. No. You just you just get to kind of be part of his life as he goes on these trips. And that's cool because you're not bragging, you're not boasting, you're not putting other people down, you're not saying, Look at me, I'm better. You're not. 
you're saying, all right, I got some information for you. I'm on, I am on vacation. Like, look around. It's a pretty nice area. Um, and then right back into the business. Like, that's what it should be. That's what it always should be. Because if you teach somebody, if you teach somebody at a young age that they should retire at that age, that's sad. It literally pains me when people do that. And it's funny because one of the students that I was teaching was all about this, and I kept my mouth shut, and I kept it quiet, and, uh, and I knew in my head, absolutely, without a doubt, that this person's going to fail. And it's sad because that person has the ability, if they were mentored correctly, to make a lot of money, to be successful, to be happy. But they're being taught wrong. And a lot of people are being taught wrong. So if you have that notion, if you have that thought in your head, if you are someone young that is trying to retire at a young age, ask yourself, are you doing this for the wrong reason? Because if you are, go ahead. Work, work your, your ass off until you get what you accomplish. But the sad thing is, if you don't love the journey, if you don't love the hustle, if you don't love just that rush, of like closing a client, if you don't love that rush of everything going bad wrong in your face, and you failing and having to get back up and push forward, then you're not an entrepreneur. You're an entrepreneur. And entrepreneurs do not be do not succeed. They are not happy. They are people that are going after something that they don't actually want. So if that's what you are, find out what you actually want because it's not that. If you want to retire at a young age so you can go on trips and vacations, go. Go for it. But don't you dare, don't you dare ever let the words, I'm an entrepreneur, come out of your mouth. Because entrepreneurs don't give up. They don't stop. They don't retire super young. And it's funny because a lot of these people, a lot of these network marketers that, or a lot of these small business owners that retire super young don't really have that much money. Alan Weiss, which I mentioned earlier, who's consulted with HP, Dell, like pretty much every huge company, Pepsi, Coke, all of them, um, has something like five Bentleys, a Corvette, like a Porsche, like crazy amount of cars. Because he likes cars and that's what he does. And he makes a lot of money doing that, or doing his consulting, and that's what he buys is, is cars. These people that retire super young don't have the money to do that. What I do recommend is if, if you are in network marketing and you're getting close to hitting that, you're hitting that retirement age, yeah, you can retire from that company, but go do something else. Please, for the love of God, stop being lazy. Stop being like, oh, I'm going to retire, and that's all I'm going to do. Like, well, that's your story? That's your story? I wouldn't want that story. Do you? 
Do you want that story? Oh, yeah, so I started really young. I was 18, you know, and I was one of the few people in the company that retired at age 30. Okay, then what? Duh. Because any entrepreneur like myself or like you, if you're listening and you have the same viewpoints, is going to say, what else? Because entrepreneurship, and that's the thing, it's a fad, right? It's a fad now. When I was first, when I was first uh, starting my company, when I was like 16 to 18, when I was a little kid doing like entrepreneurial stuff, it was, it was like, what the heck? Like my, when my company started going south because I had my car stolen and everything started rolling backwards, a bunch of people, get a normal job, get a normal job. And I fought and I fought and I fought and I fought. And I lost it, I lost it, I fell back, you know, that's what happens. But I can say that, I own that. I had the tar beat out of me. I had my friends and my family telling me I'm a loser because I kept focusing on what I was passionate on rather than running out and getting a 9-to-5 job. And eventually, after I lost everything, did have to get a 9-to-5 job. But it was only then. It was only then did I do it. And to me now, that is more important than a retirement that's more important than making all the money in the world. That is the most important thing in my life. That when I get punched in the face, when I get beat up, when I get attacked and thrown to the ground by life, I get back up, look it in its face, and say, uh-uh, it's not how it works here. And I'm sorry, but giving up, whether then or now, is not an option. And retirement feels a lot like giving up. Because the passion and the love for what I do, the fact that I help people, the fact that I teach them how to do things the right way, the fact that I was young and I started a company and it fell to the ground and I'm building it back up now. And that's the interesting thing. I don't hide any of it. Listen to my podcast. It's laced through it. I think a lot of people, they go through a lot of crap and then they get their company back or they start working and they get it all the way up to the top and then they start mentioning how they're homeless because they don't want people's viewpoints changing of them while they're trying to get more people to buy in or buy from them or things like that. I don't care. I love my L's. Every single one of them. And we're taught so much that L, like L's or failure are something we need to run away from. And that's the problem. You can't have that thought pattern. You can't have that thought pattern, I'm going to be 25, I'm going to be 30, and I'm going to retire. And still have the viewpoint that I can, get, I can fail and I can take an L and I... I am still an okay human being. I still can move forward and get better. Because retiring at a young age is like running really good in a poker tournament. You can do it once, you can do it twice maybe, 
but you can't do it consistently. And that's why I said earlier that a lot of people that are retiring young are finding themselves in the workforce at much later ages, working much more hours than they had to in the beginning. If they had just stuck with it and just stuck with something else or did something and kept investing and moving forward, that they would then enjoy much more of a benefit than having to work their butt off because they did something stupid. It drives me nuts. It literally makes me insane when I hear people say that. I have no idea how I hold myself together when I say that because I want to just grab their head and scream into their face until they go deaf. Like, honestly, that's what I want to do. I want to grab them by their head and scream into their ear, stupid, as loud as I possibly can, until the only thing they ever hear in their life is when somebody says or, like, mentions retiring at a young age that they hear me screaming stupid into their head. And there's mistakes, there's mistakes that we all, we all make. When I first owned my business and I was making crazy amounts of money, I was super young. I was super young. And I was making all this money, all of this money, and I could do whatever the heck I wanted, buy whatever the heck I wanted. And I'd blow through money like insane. So it's not like I'm saying I don't make mistakes. But if I worked, if, if that goal was in my head at 18 when I formed my company to retire at 25 or 30, I would have hit it if that was my ultimate end-all goal. But my ultimate end-all goal, as everybody knows that listens to this podcast, is to be happy. So sometimes when I was young, I'd spend a lot of money on crap that I shouldn't have spent money on. I was very, very giving. If people needed money, I would give or let them borrow. And a lot of the times, I didn't expect it to come back. And I didn't understand how much of a rare quality that is until I became homeless. And a lot of people didn't do that. A lot of people that could have helped chose not to. But how I was risen, or raised, sorry, um, was if somebody needed help, you help them. That's how it works. I have a little bit different viewpoint now. But I see a problem. And I fix it, or I try to fix it, and I try to help people. I try to help people better themselves. I help people see things differently, uniquely. Not part of the machine, part of the box. I help people see how it should be. And I see a big problem with this retirement thing. It's insane. So please, one more time, if that is in your head, and I don't mean give up on your goals, and I don't mean to not keep trying to achieve something incredible. Dollar, value, uh, um, monetize. Uh, that's not the right word, is it? No. Yeah, monetize. Yeah, no. Um, the dollar amount of what retirement would be like and try to go for it. That I agree with. 
oh, you know, I want to make, you know, and reasonable, please. You know how many times I've heard, and I did it myself, 25 years old, I'm about to have a million dollars. And I'm, and there are people that do it. But once again, it's an end-all, be-all, and you don't want that. But make goals, keep having goals, but if you want to retire, if you have that retirement goal, change it. Shape it a little bit. Shape it to, I want to make this amount of money by this age, um, and then plan your next step. That's what it should be. That's what I do. I have a goal that, um, I actually have a few of them, because right now I work on my business and I do Uber for fun and on the side. Um because it's entrepreneurial and I don't want a 9 to 5 job anymore and I chose to step away from that. But at this point, both my company and Uber are making me money and I'm then reinvesting it and making more money. So that's good, right? Good? Good stuff? Cool. And once I get to a certain point, I want to buy houses and rent them and sell them and stuff like that. And then I want to start buying other businesses. I want to get so big that I consume other businesses that are for sale and aren't doing good, make them better, and, and make a profit on them. Holy crap, that's what I want to do. I want multiple income streams. I, I, don't, want, I don't want to ever, and a lot of people say, like, oh, you own your business, you're making money. Why? I had somebody make fun of me a couple nights ago in my car. Like, obviously, your business is not doing good if you Uber. Sorry, college student at, you know, actually... Yeah, was it Yale? Yeah. Sorry, college student at Yale that has more debt than, you know, uh, the I ever will have. Um, but I'm actually making money while you're incurring debt, so uh, who's not doing good right now? You. I have multiple income streams. Never in the hell would I want to retire and rely on an income stream, one of them. Because income streams dry up, baby. That's the fun part. That's where the balance happens. That's where the balance happens, people. Money always returns to the wealthy. Notice how I didn't say rich. Wealthy is a mindset. Rich is an occurrence in a, or a effect. That's why people make a lot of money, and what do they do? They go buy a brand new car, high expensive car. Oh, I'm gonna get a Lamborghini. Money going back to the wealthy. Oh, I'm gonna buy a big house. Money back to the wealthy. I'm gonna buy designer clothes, some gold chains, like put some bling on my teeth. Right back to the wealthy. I would never have one income stream that I would just rely on. Never in my life. Never have I in my life. From the moment I was 18 on, nope, never, could never happen. Drives me up the wall. Too much risk. Other people say, oh, you're going to lose, like, um, you know, owning your business is risky. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It is. And in fact, I know that risk even more than most people ended up doing. But you have one income stream, sir. You work a nine to five job at some, let's, be fancy. Let's get like, let's not do the McDonald's joke. Let's do um, as an engineer or a contractor. And we had another recession or a depression because that's coming. In case you didn't know that, um, we had another depression and boom, you're out of a job. Whoa, 
It's going to rock your socks off, man. And if I just look at my business, I have like three or four clients right now that pay me quite a bit of money. And if I lost one or two of them, it wouldn't phase me. And I'm very selective on my clients, by the way, so I don't think that's a, that's a small number and focus on that. Very selective of my clients. And if you don't have multiple income streams, you're setting yourself up for a pretty rough time. Because I lost a lot of income streams to become homeless. A lot of things went bad. I was watching a video of a ski lift that started going backwards back in Georgia, not the state, the country. And uh, ski lift went back. And I used to work at a ski resort. It's called rollback. It's one of the most terrifying things to happen on a ski lift ever. I'd much rather fall off and hit the bottom and break both my legs than ever have to experience a rollback. We, when we would stop the lift, would watch like our lives depended on it if the bull wheel would start turning the other way, just even a little bit. Because what happens is if, if the fail safe, because there's different fail safes, there's like a lever that like clicks down on the bull wheel when you stop it. And bull wheel's the big wheels at the, bat, the bottom and the top that spin around. Um, there's a rollback mechanism. There's a there's a little like things by the rolls where the chairs go over um, and the towers that if it hits it, it like breaks it and that shuts the uh, the uh, system off and like uh, locks down the brakes. The problem with a rollback. The problem with a rollback is if a rollback is to occur and the emergency brake isn't pulled or pressed, in most cases pressed, within the first 30 to 90 seconds, the lift will reach a speed that the emergency brakes will burn up in about 5 seconds, 5 to 10 seconds, where the weight is all on one side because of everybody going up. It will, as you're trying to stop, everybody coming back down the hill now, because that's how gravity works, pretty interesting, right? Everybody coming back down the hill that the emergency brakes, which are huge things, will burn up. And then you just have a, you just have a, a as you can see, if you look up uh, um, ski list rollback in, in, uh, on YouTube, they'll show you the video, people being flung off and then crushed by chairs. And that's what I experienced. I experienced a business rollback. And it was terrifying. I wouldn't say as terrifying as a ski lift rollback, but it's pretty terrifying. But a lot of people face that. And a lot of the people that retire at a very young age retire only to experience a financial rollback at a later date. I've said this before. If you're an entrepreneur, there's only two ways. Up forward and up and backwards and down. Have there been people that retired at young ages and somehow maintained? Yes, but let me tell you, they didn't retire. They had to keep doing something. And honestly, if you're a human being that wants to just at a young age, like there's something wrong because it's not very human-like of you 
to not have a desire, a burning desire to keep going, to keep plowing forward, to keep moving, to keep achieving, to keep hitting new goals and boundaries and something new. That is what matters. I don't know how many times I have to say this to people. The money is not the end-all, be-all. It's not what matters. If you're an entrepreneur and you make money, cool. If you're an entrepreneur that makes money and is happy and loves what he's doing, that's an entrepreneur. That's an entrepreneur. And I will look you in the face if you are not like that and tell you you are not an entrepreneur. Because you're not. But if you have a passion and you have a love for what you do and you can do it until you die, and like I like the song um, uh, Watsky, uh, Watsky, sorry, um, which one is that? Is that Strong as an Oak? Or nope, uh, Moral of the Story. I'm going to do this until it takes me 50 days or 50 years. That's it right there if I never get as successful as I want to be if I never which I will <laughs> if I never reach the the a way that I want to be if I'm never 100% successful or even close to 100% successful and I die at a super, if I die at an old age or whatever and I don't hit that, then I'm happy. I'm happy at any moment in my life dying. No problem with it. Because I try my hardest and I do what I love and that was one of the best things I realized. I remember being on the phone when I quit work at Best Buy and my friend said, you know, you're an entrepreneur again now. And I literally was walking into my house and I stopped and I was like, holy crap, you're right. Oh my God. Because the same person, me, who years ago when everything was falling to crap, had to swallow one of the worst pills he had to ever swallow. And that was I had to get a normal job. And it took me months to take that one. But then I started getting complacent. I started to get okay with it. I hated certain parts of where I worked, but I was like, eh, it's consistent money. And that's some parts that I didn't like about my business. Sometimes I'm making crazy, like, truckloads of money, and sometimes not so much. <laughs> but I liked the consistency. I became complacent. But there, deep inside me, the entrepreneurial spirit kept ebbing away, kept pulling at me, saying, hey, this isn't you, dude. Wake up. Hello, we're still here. This isn't you. This isn't who you are. And that started to ebb away at my desire to work there. Until the point that I walked away. But it's interesting because the subconscious was at work. My conscious wasn't focusing on that. Until he said it. And it drew it all in the forefront. So I could never retire at a young age. Nope would be fun, I'm sure, for a little bit. Then I'd go insane. I would literally go insane. <laughs> like, 
lock me in a psych ward, nuts, crazy, insane. If you told me I, it, oh my god, to retire and then just not do anything, besides travel and like go, what? Like my head is screaming at me even just like thinking it up. I'm very like, I'm very good at like thinking of scenarios and my mind is screaming right now. Like my mind wants what's going on in my head, me thinking of a scenario of me retiring at a young age, traveling, going around the world, um, getting complacent with just doing that instead of growing and moving forward. My mind is screaming at me, and it has to, because it doesn't want it to infect its, its ability to work, its ability to grind, its ability to, when somebody asks me, like, how many hours a day do you work? Well, 15 to 19. What? That's crazy. That's insane. I'm like, no, it's, it's normal for me. I don't even feel it. Because I love what I do. And never in my life have I ever worked so I could retire and stop doing what I love to do at a young age. And neither should you. Neither should you. We only get one life. And you want to tell me you want to retire at a young age? What? What are you, just a, a massively lazy human being? You want to hate yourself for what? Ten years so you can accomplish that goal? What are you doing? I could literally not get a dollar richer for the rest of my life and still be much more happier than most of the people that retire at a young age. Because I love everything I do. I don't ever, 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 well, for a long, for a long period of time, there's times where I do it, accept something that takes away from my happiness. And I get it. Some people are like, well, work takes away from my happiness. Well, get a new job. Get something you're passionate about. Because I'm going to tell you, a lot of human beings, unless there's something, and I'm, I'm not going to be gentle here, unless there's something very freaking wrong with you, being complacent and not wanting to work is, is some, there's something wrong. <laughs> like, it's okay to like want that, be like, oh, I wish I didn't have to work. I get that. There's times where I say that, not often, especially now that I'm working for myself again. Oh, I love that. Ah, oh, so nice. Anyways, but a lot of people, when they retire, even at an old age, when they're tired and exhausted for working for years and they retire, they get bored and they go get a job. I, I talk to Uber drivers that are like, hey, you know, I'm retired and I just got bored, so now I do this. I'm like, good, good for you, man. Like, I'm glad you're still, like, hustling. That's pretty cool. A lot of people want that goal, but a lot of people, a lot of humans, uh, it just doesn't work that way. Once you get there, you don't like it. Humans want what they can't have. One of the biggest rules in psychology and, you know, the mindset. We want what we can't have. I love the fact that I just looked down at my phone and this podcast is 42 minutes long. I was looking at it at four minutes of like, oh, I don't know if I have enough content. Because once again, this is an off the, off the cusp, um, no notes podcast. Something I'm passionate about. And that's what happens. A lot of people, if you don't 
move forward, you're gonna you're gonna get bored of it. You're, humans are made to hit one goal and then hit another and keep moving forward and forward and forward. So that is it for my rant today. Uh, Tinder keeps going off on my phone and distracting me. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? That's the end of my rant for today. Hopefully you guys find it, find it interesting, find it motivating to focus the right way, um, to focus and keep moving forward towards your goals, but don't set end goals so young. And like I said, I know a lot of people are thinking like, well, when they retire, they don't like retire from working at all. Um, yes, yes, they do watched it happen many many times maybe five or ten like five or ten years later they'll start working again but then all that momentum because you have to get back into like if you're if you work and you hustle like I had this experience when I worked and hustled when my business was doing crazy good and then I was told I was materialistic and I dialed my company back and I started playing video games 15 hours a day and I would work maybe four hours a week on my business I was still making a lot of money for a while, but once I started getting back, like once that was done and I lost everything and I came back here and I started getting back into hustling again, it took a lot of time for me to get to the point where I am now where I love working. I love it. I love it so much. I'm doing it right now for 44 minutes when I haven't eaten since... I want to say 10 o'clock last night. So that puts some perspective, right? And I don't, I don't, I don't mean that everybody should do this. But from 10 o'clock last night till I went to bed at 7 o'clock in the morning, I didn't eat because I was working so hard. Now I don't, I don't, don't. I'm not telling people to do that. I don't be like, oh, Connor does this stuff, so I, I should, I should do that. I shouldn't eat for this many hours. No, no, don't do that. And I don't do that often, but sometimes I'm just in a groove, working so hard, and I love what I'm doing that I don't want to break break my my momentum and go eat. In fact, that's one of the things I hated. Like if I worked seven hours at Best Buy, I would love it because I would work pretty much straight. Wouldn't even take a 15 minute break, just work. But if it was eight and a half hours, mandatory 30 minute break, I would freaking hate it. Or when it was seven and a half hours, which is when you had to have a mandatory break, I'd be like, "Can I just go home at like 30 minutes early so I don't break my momentum?" That's just what I am. Like, I get into a groove and I'll go for seven hours. If I have something like really quick around the house, which I usually don't, because that's one of my sore points. I I bad at. I eat a lot of. I eat out a lot, um, and I don't cook because it's just like, oh, 30 minutes I could be working instead of just going and getting something pretty quick. Um, but if I have something close or like close to me around the house, then I'll eat it. But if I'm in a seven-hour groove, then I <coughs> oops, sorry. <coughs> oh my god, sorry about that. I try to cover my mic. Hopefully, that wasn't so loud. Um, yeah. But anyways, um, what was I saying? Yeah. But yeah, that's my work ethic. I love working <laughs> to the point where I won't eat or to the point where 
I'm really hungry right now, but I took 46 minutes and 59 seconds to do this podcast because it was burning inside of me and I want all this energy. Could I have waited till later? Could I have waited till tonight? Yes. Would I have the same energy and passion that it has right now? Possibly, because I am good at having passion even late at night. Um, that sounded weird. Um, but yeah, I did it now because I'd rather do something now than later. But retiring at a young age, man, it just goes against everything in me. And I hope it goes against everything in you. And if it doesn't, I've already talked about it, what you should do if you're either way, and how to fix it, how to just accept it and do something else. Anyhow, it, that is it, guys. Once again, my name is Connor Gilson. Hopefully you enjoyed this podcast because I absolutely loved putting it together. And I'll see you on the next one. Adios and goodbye.